Shabbos, Perik Yud, Mishnah Base, 10.2. We continue the discussion regarding Hotza'a, but now we discuss some very fundamental principles that govern these rules. So you have to remember that the basic premise of Hotza'a, of taking something out, is taking something from a Roshus HaYachid to a Roshus HaRabim, from what we call a private domain to a public domain. But again, remember, the private and public doesn't mean who owns or has rights to this particular space. Roshus is defined essentially as any place which is at least four by four tfachim, that's hand breadths, think of that as maybe 16 inches, you know, on a side, 50 centimeters on a side, um, and has is was offset from the rest of the world by mechitzos, partitions that are 10 tfachim high, 10 tfachim high, roughly waist height, you know, think of it as 90 or so centimeters, just a little more than uh, a yard. So if they have partitions on all four sides, then this Rosh Hashayachet is offset and is a private domain. And the public domain, Rosh Hashayachet, is defined as an area that is at least 16 amos wide. Think of it as, say, 8 meters, 25 feet wide. Um, and is open on all sides and has a lot of through traffic. Exactly how much through traffic is is um, wide-ranging machlokas, I think, the number everyone seems to know is 600,000 people moving through them every day. It seems the actual halachic basis for that number is is uh, not great. But whatever the case may be, we're talking about a lot of foot traffic, of people moving through this open area. That's Rosh Hashanah. Now, anything other than something that meets those one of those two sets of criteria is Mido Oraisa, simply a Makom Patur, an exempt area. And the Torah does not forbid taking out to or moving in from a one of those exempt areas to either Rosh Hashayachet or Rosh Hashayachet. There's no restriction. Midr the rabbi said, areas that resemble a Rosh Hashayachet or Rosh Hashayachet will be treated as what's called a Carmelis, and that means that it's um, at least rabbinically restricted. So the Carmelis can kind of take one of two guises. It can either look a lot like a Rosh Hashayachet, just it lacks the traffic. So that means, for example, an open park. It's more than 16 numbers wide, it's open on all sides, but there just isn't that much foot traffic in an open park, or a field, or a beach, etc. On the other hand, you can have a Carmelis which resembles a Rosh Hashayach, that is, it's, it is 4 by 4 Tfachim or larger, it's a significant area, um, and it's offset from the public domain, but the thing which offsets it, those Mechitzas, are less than 10 Tfachim high. So as long as those Mechitzas are more than 3 Tfachim high, so then the public wouldn't walk if the public if such a thing it's called a, a, a podium right or a bench if such a thing were in the middle of the freeway no one would go over it they'd all go around it if it's less than three tzvachim off the ground it's considered to be lovewood and sort of subordinate to the rishus harabim people would sort of walk right over it like a speed bump they go over it but if it's more than three tzvachim high it's no longer part of the rishus harabim if it's less than three excuse me if the if it's offset by less than ten tzvachim it's not a bona fide Rosh Hashayachet, and therefore it's something in the middle. We treat it as a Carmelis, and it's, again, the rabbis were concerned. People would confuse these areas, which technically Midoraisa are exempt, as Mokomos Paturos, exempt areas. They might confuse them as being Rosh Hashayachet or Rosh Hashayachet because they look quite similar to them, and people might come to make mistakes later on. Okay, so with that in mind, our mission sets for two really fundamental ideas. The first is, what happens if you're transferring from Rosh Hashayachet, but you have two Rosh Hashayachet, but you have a Carmelis in the middle. 
So the Mishnah says, Hamotzi ochlin unasan al ha If you're taking foodstuffs out of your house, but you put them first on the eskupa. I'll translate eskupa as the stoop in front of your house. Think of like a, you know, house in Brooklyn or something. The essential point here is that this eskupa is now on the outside of your house, no longer really rishus hayachid, um, but it is a carmelist, meaning it's more than three tfachim off the ground and less than ten tfachim offset from the rishus rabim. And therefore, it's neither rishus hayachid, it hasn't got the ten tvachim, nor Rosh Hashanah, because it's more than three tvachim. So it's an area all to itself. So by putting your foodstuffs from inside your house onto the Iskupa, which is a Carmelist, you've done um, Isser to Rabbanan, but not more than that. What happens then if someone then transfers from the Iskupa either in or out the house? Again, it's only a violation of Rabbanan, and you won't be liable. Remember, essentially, the essential point, that every act of Hotza'a, of a transference, whatever guys it may take, a hotzah, a chnasa, a hoshata, a zrika, all those things, however you're transferring this object, it must be include a akira, uh, uh, setting the thing into motion, and a hanacha, the thing coming to rest, um, in another domain, in order for one to be liable. So, that being the case, since you broke up the transference in two steps, and each step didn't have an akira in one domain, and a hanacha in a different forbidden domain, like from Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, You'll be exempt, and that's what the mission says here. Hamotzi achlenu in the sun alakskupa. If you're transferring the food from out of your house and you put them on the skupa, on the stoop, which is a carmelis, therefore you'll then iser derabanan. Beinja chazer vahotzian. It doesn't matter if someone then goes and picks up, or this guy himself goes and picks up those foods and transfers them from the stoop, the skupa, into Rosh Hashanah proper. Beinja hotzian acher. If someone else does it, it makes no difference. Pator. Whether it's him or someone else, everyone's going to be exempt from culpability, meaning there's no chatas to bring. Because the proper malach meaning an akir in one domain like Rosh Hashanah and a and a hanacha in a different domain, meaning the Rosh Hashanah, didn't happen here. It was broken up into two parts. Fine. Now, the second part of the mission here is going to develop this idea a little further. It's going to be talking about a place called Han. And iskupa hachitzona, the outer stoop or step of the stoop. The point of this part of the mission is that this iskupa is within three tefachim of the ground. And that being the case, it really is part of the Rishasarab. People just walk right on the step or over the step. So transferring from your house onto this iskupa hachitzona would actually be the proper malachadoraisar of Hotzah, taken from Shusiyachad to Rishasarab. The question is what happens if it's the thing you're moving outside your house is a basket, let's say, or a box, and the basket or box is only halfway out your house and halfway on the scoop hechtona. So it's partially, the object we're talking about has partially been transferred out, but not fully transferred out. And that's going to be our question. And to make things more interesting, we're going to say that this basket or box is full of food. So the mission says, if you have a basket and it's full of food, peros typically means grains, for the record, um, but it may not mean so in this mission over here. And you put the basket on the outer stoop, but it's not fully out of your house. Some of it is still inside your house. Even though the majority of the 
produce inside the basket is actually already in the Rishos Rabbim on the scoop of Chetzona. Since part of the basket is still inside the Rishos Yachid zone, the din will be Pator. The person that transference will be exempt of culpability for a Chatas, etc. Ajiyotzi es kolakupa, until he transfers the entire basket out of the house, out of the and into the Rishasarab, meaning all the way out onto the Eskupa Hichitsona, till the outer step there. Now, there are two approaches in the Amorayim regarding what this picture looks like. So I'm going to explain this first according to Chizkiah's picture, because the Baratunra learns like Chizkiah, and then I'll learn like Rabbi Yochanan, who is how the Ramam and most Rishonim learn, and the Halach will be like that approach, presumably. Okay, so first we start with Chizkiah's picture. Chizkiah's picture is that we're talking about a basket that's full of long vegetables, that things like carrots or, you know, I don't know, long cucumbers or something. So when you put the basket halfway out, so each and every cucumber is only halfway out of the Rosh No individual cucumber has transferred across entirely to the Rosh on that Eskupa That being the case, it's only a partial transference, and therefore one's putter. That's how the Bartner learns, like Chizkiah. Meaning that if you transfer a whole cuc- if the whole basket hadn't been transferred, but if you let's say the basket instead of being filled with long skinny vegetables were filled with, you know, um, small little mushrooms or something, so then if individual mushrooms had crossed over the threshold, even though the whole basket hadn't, one would be high for transferring those mushrooms from the rishasayachid into the rishasarab. The other approach, Rabbi Yochanan, is that the container itself is me'aged. It combines its contents to be like a single unit. And that being the case, we can be talking about even a basket filled with small units, even tiny kernels of mustard. It doesn't matter. The point is that, which are the smallest kind of produce that Chazal talk about, the seeds of mustard. But anyways, whatever it is, mustard or mushrooms or any other, any other um, fruit or vegetable, grain, big or small, if it's inside a container, and if half the container left was just a yachid, so even though you have individual items that are entirely now out, the little pieces of and grains of mustard or whatever they are, mushrooms, etc., it doesn't matter. Because Igud uh, Kli, the, 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 the utensil, combines it to a single unit, since the whole unit hasn't yet left, it's not considered to have done a full malacha of transference from Rishasiyachad to Rishasarabim, and therefore it'll be putter, um, again, as long as the whole container didn't leave the Rishasiyachad. That's how the Rambam learns, and that's like Rabbi Yochanan and most other Rishonim. So the halacha um, is actually like that approach, um, not like the Barthenor's approach at all here. Okay.